So I'm here with Grandma, Mary, and she. we were talking about her dream that she's been having recently, and it's one that she feels called to share with her family. So let's listen in on her dream. Okay, a few months ago, I was sleeping. And then I had this dream. Bob, my husband, and I, we were in our home. And down the hallway, a couple of our girls were in bed. And we were concerned about safety, that our doors were locked. So we had gone over to double check this one door and we heard people outside the door and they were talking about what they were going to do. They were going to break into our home and they planned to hurt us. We tried to make sure the door was locked but they had it all figured out how they were going to get in. And I said to my honey, honey bunch, what are we going to do? We could not, and we were not able to make a phone call to the police because they had messed with our phone system. So we were just talking about it close to the door, and then all of a sudden, we heard outside the door screaming and hollering. They were dying. They were being destroyed. And so I said, oh my goodness, and beside every door behind them, the same thing was happening. They were all dying. And the Lord the God spoke to me and he said, Remember, Mary, I am your protector. And he said, the Lord said to me, Tell your family that I am their protector. The main thing is to believe in God and have Jesus in your heart. And when you open up your life to God, he is your protector and he has ways of taking care of the enemy. So believe and receive the help from God because he loves you very much. Isn't that the truth? Well, thank you, Grandma, for sharing that. It, it is important that you share that. Well, you don't know who will listen to that. And it might be a big difference in their life. Yep. Mm -hmm. Some people don't know what to do. 
The main thing is to hold your heart and say, God, I want you in my life. So come in and guide me and protect me. Yep. If you, if you invite, if you invite God in, He's he more in. than happy to come in yeah. and He'll work in, in your life. Yeah. So after that is when I had this experience. You you probably don't know that, but the first time I had gotten up to go to the bathroom. I was in sitting on the potty and blood started coming out of my nose. So I couldn't even talk. I pushed my button for the system where they send help. And my neighbors came flying over because they have a key to my house. And they came in and came in and helped me. I got straightened around, okay, and stopped bleeding. I, uh, and so I was able to go back to bed. And the next day, Vanessa said, Mom, I want you to go to the doctor's office. So. I was taken to the doctor's office, but the, the Dr. Duquesne did not see me. She had this guy see me. I think he's a nurse. She had him see me, and he looked up in there and he said, well, it's dry, and he gave me this spray and told me to use that. Okay, but then the next night is when I, when I got up, my nose started bleeding right away. I was dripping blood. It was bad, it was really bad. And I got on the potty and it just kept bleeding. So I couldn't talk, but I pushed the button on my system. My neighbors came over and Carol, she was with me in the bathroom. And Catherine, it was awful. I mean, I was losing a lot of blood. And the last thing that happened was this great big blood clot. It was huge. It came out of my mouth. That must have been really scary. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out what to do. And Carol, she had Scott call for emergency to transfer me to the hospital. And it was the fire department. The guys came and put me in, in their vehicle and took me to the hospital. So I get there, and of course, Debbie had been in the bedroom with the door closed, and she hadn't heard what was going on. But then she had come too, and she came over and stayed at Green Memorial 
in that room with me. I was in there all day. I was on a cot. It was so uncomfortable, turning and tossing. And the, the um, physician had put this real long, hard thing in the side of my nose. This is the side that bled. He put it in there. And then they told me, they said, we don't have a room for you here in this hospital. We're going to try to get you into Kettering. So they had called and finally late in the day, they took me down there. The emergency took me down to the hospital. But then I was only there from Saturday night and they wanted to get me out of there. I, if I remember right, it was Monday. Several other people told me, said, you're going to have to leave. I guess they didn't think that they had anything legitimate enough for the insurance to cover. So an ENT doctor had to come and check that side of my nose. And he said it was okay. Well, it was then Tuesday that I got transported to the nursing home. And that whole time you were protected mm -hmm. and watched over and cared for. Yeah, and I went to the nursing home. And the first time they checked me for COVID, I didn't have it. I didn't have COVID, but a worker there, she told Vanessa, she said, I went to this thing that was in a group of people. And then she got COVID and she said she was very sick. I think it's the one that told me. She said, I thought I was going to die. But she got over it, but the worker gave it to me. So then I started showing the signs of COVID. And, and what did you do? Huh? What did you do? Like, did you feel like... Did you ever have a moment of a feeling of, I might die? Or having fear of of dying? No. You just fully trusted? You know why? No. You know why? I remembered what God told me. And I said, God, you told me you're my protector. And I'm reminding you of what you told me. No, I didn't doubt. No, I knew that what God says he means and what he means he says. And I expected to get well. That's what I expected. Yeah. So, but I suffered. But I said, Lord, take that out of there. Take that infection out of there because I'm going to have a testimony. 
No two ways about it. That's your grandma. So, you know, and they tested again two weeks later and I still had COVID. But they were giving me stuff and they were giving me pretty strong vitamins, which I think was important. Mm -hmm. Say, but I was started getting better and better. Well, thank you for sharing that. As a reminder that we can put our trust in God, that he will bring us through our struggles. When we live his word, we cannot go out and do things that are sinning against God and then expect him to honor what he said. Yeah. But I live the word. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I live what it says to the best of my ability. And it's not that I'm perfect. I make mistakes. I've made a ton of them in my day and time. But I look back and I can remember different things that happened to me when I could have been gone. I remember when I was sick, I was working at Wright Pad, but I was sick and I had a cold. And Bob, we were living in the trailer, house trailer. And Bob and mother came into the house trailer. And honey, a great big gob of infection was starting to come up and it was going to choke me. I was about ready to die. Mm. And they said, Mary, get that out of there. Spit that out. I had all I could do to get it out. I, I'm sure I had pneumonia. And I, with God's help, it came out a great big gob. Hmm. I went to the doctor and he would not let me go back to work for weeks because I, could th- I think he could tell I had pneumonia and he wouldn't let me go back. But he spared me. You know why? I was not through living for the Lord yet. There was more for me to do. That's just one time. Another time was when Linda was She was between one and two years old, and Wanda was a newborn, and she was hungry. And I put this bottle of milk in this can of 
a pan of water to heat it. But I was so exhausted, I fell asleep. And guess what? The flame went out, but it was still turned on. Wow. And uh, the milk bottle was run. And I went over there, it was so hot. It was like 120 in there. It was so hot. And I went over and saw what happened to the bottle and I just turned the burner off. I never tried to light it. You know what would have happened if I would have lit it? What? The trailer would have blown up. We'd have all been dead. But I didn't do that. I went over and I opened the windows to the trailer to let it cool down. See, I would say that God helped me to not do what would have destroyed us all. Mm -hmm. He helped me to do the right thing. And he'll, he will never not be there for you. He just guided me. Beautiful. And I think about the different things that happen. When the Lord spared us. So that's what we have when we live for the Lord. We don't think about it, but he cares for us. And protects us. Yeah. And then this other thing, Catherine, when he forms us in our mother's womb, he has a plan for us. He has ahead of us the things that he wants to do in our lives. He has it. He has it all planned out. So he knew that I would be in precarious situations more than one time he had to spare my life. Well, I'm thankful you're here. Well, I appreciate that, but I'm thankful I'm still here. Because I don't know who else I'm going to pray for. Or I'm going to say the right word to him. I've been praying for Billy. He's a precious person. Isn't he, he about is. 70 years old? So he needs for the Lord to really work for in his life. He's had a rough life. He hasn't had it easy. I remember him. <laughs>